podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Foley. I'm hungover from the holidays, Danny Mullins. I can barely keep my eyes open. Having a four-year-old this time of year is pretty rough. Yep. Uh, this is actually going to come out after New Year's, so Happy New Year's, everyone. I'll be hungover then, too, but literally that time. Yes. <laughs> uh, today we have a special episode. We are doing a top five of sidekicks, and speaking about sidekicks, to my right is the Danny Mullins. To his right is his brother. Say hello. Do you just refer to both of us as your sidekicks? No. So I, fuck I, you. I refer to him as your sidekick and you as mine. Yeah, but that... No, I'm not taking <laughs> it. I'm surprised I survived the holidays, Chris Mullins. <laughs> Once again, you're something disappointed that you actually survived the holidays. I didn't say I wasn't. Okay, cool. <laughs> Those who have listened to Hold My Beer uh, know Chris probably too well. And he's been on the analysis, what, third time, I think? Yeah, this year's third or fourth. Free for all really and third. then something else. Third. And then this. Uh, Ghostbusters, he was on. Ghostbusters, yeah. Which is, jump back up to one of our more listened to episodes if you look at the website. Yeah. It which has, is weird. It keeps having this weird resurgence. Yeah. But... You're welcome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but the top five. So we are doing top five sidekicks. Now, this is not uh, pigeonholed to superhero sidekicks, but just sidekicks in general. Now you tell me. I told you that months ago when we came this up This episode with this. has been in the making for months, and Again, I just now wrote down my list. There you go. <laughs> we were going to record it in Chicago at one point. Yes, we, we didn't. We just went bar hopping instead. I'm going to say, more fun. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... Going off, uh, starting off, number five. Uh, Chris, do you want to take this one? Yeah. Mine's Crypto the Superdog. Crypto? Nice. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even think about uh, pet sidekicks. I didn't either, that, that was not in my repertoire at all when and I'm making my list. Crypto, first of all, he came out in 1955. Did he really? Yeah. Okay. But in the new 52, they Futurama'd that shit. Like, that one episode of Futurama that's so sad with oh, the dog. Yeah, yeah. Friends, dog. There yeah. is a couple, when they relaunched and went into the new 52... In the back of each comic, Superman, I think it was Invention or Action, action comics, comics yeah. yeah, there was a couple pages that was a side story, and it was all about Crypto, and how he was in the Phantom Zone, and he would just watch Clark Kent sleep, and was waiting at the door for him every night and stuff, so. If, if I had not read that one issue, I would have made fun of that choice, but that one punches you when it feels so hard. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those, like, why can't my dog be like that? Like, I read that story, and I was like, I looked at my dogs, I was like, you're all pieces of shit. <laughs> you know, if I die, they just go, like, you know... Next house over. Like, hey, where are your dogs now? They wouldn't wait for me until they died. No, they'd get in the trash. Probably eat my corpse. Yeah, yeah probably. My dogs are assholes, I guess, is the point. But Crypto's a good call. What was um? What's Batman's dog? Bat dog? I'm going to say no. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if that's accurate. <laughs> give, give me one second. <laughs> the Google, I hope it's Bat dog. Uh, but is there anything else that you wanted to say on uh, Crypto there before uh, we uh, go over to Danny? No. What about Comet the Super Horse? I think Crypto could. That was Supergirl's pet sidekick, right? Yeah, yeah, they fell in love. It was really weird. Oh wow! Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> you have to go to Tijuana. I'm down. <laughs> uh, am I going next then? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, do you have the dog yet? Uh, I'm looking it up while you do All this. Right. Ruby Rod from the from... Fifth Element. I was gonna say, is yeah. That... You look angry, Chris. Corbin Dallas. I don't talk about Corbin Dallas on this podcast anymore. Oh, yeah, Space Die Hard. You guys name right. He's a space cop. Does he have a gun? Yeah. That's funny, because he didn't when we was playing, what's in the box? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. That was an accidental callback. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's very entertaining. I don't know if The Fifth Element is actually a good movie. I just know that I love the shit out of it, and part of it's because of Ruby Rod. That's um, he... uh, the guy from Rush Hour. Chris. 
Chris Tucker. Yeah. Chris Tucker, yeah. yeah. Chris Tucker's character always wears dresses, has a funny haircut like Dennis Rodman kind of on crack. And He's... always high speed, really loud vocals, very fast. You've I never love him. seen Dennis Rodman not on crack. That's a good point. Uh, he was actually in my honorable mentions, but I can't like him. He like he's just super annoying. Oh he's, no, Corbin, my man, Corbin, Corbin. Yeah, right. he was the most annoying part of that movie to me. He's supposed to be. Ah, it, it, but it's to the point of where it grinds against you. Nah, no, nah, I love it. I let him grind against me though. Uh, you know what? I really? could have put um, <laughs> Lilu's boobs on it, but I didn't. Uh, it's because they're hardly boobs. <laughs> That's technically true. And also mean. <laughs> but, yeah. No more nipples than anything. But let's move on. Robert, you're number five. Uh, well, before that, the uh, bat dog that we had uh, mentioned earlier, Ace the Bat Hound. Of course it is. I prefer bat dog. Uh, he. <laughs> I really that has do. to be like a Super Friends thing, right? Uh, or, uh, probably that era, anyways. Uh, there, there have been several uh, permutations of Ace over the years, uh, but the original 1955 version... Uh, probably has the most fun origin story according to gizmodo.com when he was a puppy his his uh parents were ran over in an alleyway uh after engraver john wilker is kidnapped by counterfeiters batman decides to use his dog to help find him but as bruce wayne uh he had advertised the missing german shepherd with a star-shaped mark on his forehead since this was back in the days when bruce carefully guarded his identity he put ace in a mask and hood you see what you did chris you see what you did? Are you proud of yourself? You're welcome. Go back to hold my beer. That's why I only talked about the white one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ace is a brown dog. I should. <laughs> German Shepherd, yeah. But my number five. Chris, you're an asshole. Is Dr. John Watson from the Sherlock Holmes stories. Okay. Uh, originally made by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, uh, the character has been recreated time and time again as has Sherlock Holmes. A real archetype for uh, sidekicks in general. Really. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I won't say he was the first, but he's kind of what sidekicks have become over the years. Uh, he's the one that tells the Sherlock story. In the original, uh, he told it through his journal writings, and I think that he uh, wrote for the newspaper um, there in Victorian era England. Sure. But in the most recent Sherlock TV shows... Uh, he actually has a blog, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I haven't got to, I have, uh, yeah, I haven't got to watch it. Big shock. Because uh, I don't really watch things anymore. Uh, I don't know what I do with my free time. They're really good. Uh, Sherlock in The New Ones is played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. And uh, Dr. John Watson is played by uh, Martin Freeman. Not Frodo. One of the other hobbits. No. It, oh, no, no. Bilbo. Bilbo. Bilbo, yeah. I know it's not Frodo. I know it's not Elijah Woods. That's yeah. the only one I know by name. Yeah, Bilbo. And, and not Rudy. Wasn't Rudy one too? The guy that played Rudy, he's a hobbit? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We should ask James. James? <laughs> I don't think he's here. James Who's... looks like a hobbit, everybody. <laughs> um, um, <clears throat> but yeah, just every rendition of him is awesome. Either he's the one that... He's always competent, right? Yeah, he's he's never like, oh, I'm, ju- I'm just the sidekick that messes everything up like we've seen with some other sidekicks. Yeah, like, let me hold your uh, walking stick while you go solve all the crimes. No, he's there. He's a doctor. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's a good choice. I don't know why he didn't cross my mind. Mainly, probably, because I did not prepare. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Alright, uh, number four. I got Harley Quinn. Okay. Harley Quinn. Uh, good sidekick. Villain sidekick. Mm-hmm. Uh, more attractive than anybody on my list. No, that's why she's on there. Tits and ass. 
I'm, you're deep, man. I am. Dogs and boobs. Yeah. Okay. Is that why Crypto made the list? <laughs> have you never seen the sack on that bitch? No, they never... They never. <laughs> if it's a bitch, it wouldn't have a sack. I'm just throwing that one out there. You're a bitch with a sack. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Harley Quinn's a decent choice. Yeah. And, I mean, she's the sidekick that always kind of breaks away and comes back. It breaks away and comes back. Well, I don't know if they're going to bring her back to being his sidekick anymore, uh, especially with the way that the comic books have been going recently, uh, especially with him trying to overtly kill her multiple times now. Right. And she starred dating uh, Deadshot, I think. Yeah. Right. Will Smith? Well... No, Deadshot. Her and Deadshot's had a thing on and off yeah. in comics for a long that, time. And her, like, they've made it official that her and uh, Poison Ivy are in a relationship. Oh, yeah. I'm going to dream about that tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll probably keep her her own thing because she's a very hot commodity right now because of the movie and stuff. Right. Uh, do you know how how her origin came about? I know it's on the Batman animated, animated series. Paul, Paul Dini and Bruce Timm. Yeah, it was only supposed to be a one-episode thing, but fans had such a reaction to it that they're like, well, let's keep bringing her back. And the fact that her fandom just kept growing through the cartoon, they decided to add her and, and uh, the origin story to the comics. Yeah. Mad Love, actually, that magnet uh, with the yeah, cover right love, there. Yeah. That's what I was, yeah. uh, was turning my head for you to read the cover, but yeah, it's uh, Mad Love. Um, but yeah, and the only issue that I have is they, they keep changing her origin in the comics because originally it was she chose to become what she is. Yeah. But in the New 52, they changed it to where he pushed her into the same bat that changed him. Right. It was a much darker take in general, the New 52 was. But I mean, yeah. the Joker doesn't have a set origin, so why should Harley? Uh, because I, I think that Harley needs to because of the fact that she was a doctor that obviously made a choice. If it makes it by... Taking that choice away, you take away the power of that character, in my opinion. Plus, Harley Quinn's uh, origin kind of helps bolster the legacy of the Joker's craziness, you know? Like, he's so bad shit saying he actually turned this lady and stuff. It shows some logic in his insanity. This respectable doctor. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just Stockholm. Stockholm Syndrome. Well, no, she wasn't holding him captive. He was was the one held captive. It's reversed that. Yeah, it was like that one line. It was like... You're locked up in here with me. I'm not locked up in here with you or whatever. Yeah. You know? It's because you're always already that, like, That's not from there. Batman. I didn't say it was. That's from The Watchmen. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Rorschach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, Danny, you're number four. I do read y'all. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four? Yeah. Silent Bob. Oh, he's a, he's in my honorable mentions too. Damn it. My list sucks. Or your list sucks. I can't remember. Why is Silent Bob the sidekick? He doesn't talk. Shouldn't Jay be the sidekick, though? No, no, no. no. Jay, Jay is definitely the at being the extrovert and the one that gets them into all of the situations. Uh, Silent Bob is the sidekick in that. Okay. But uh, one thing that I really love about Silent Bob is, once again, breaking away from the useless sidekick stereotype. He stays in the background through all of Jay's exploits until it comes time for... I'm about to drop some knowledge on your ass. Right. Which... And Chasing Amy is very funny because they have this throwaway line. I'm sorry. I'm t- That's my t- pick. <laughs> He's in your honorable mentions. You will shut the fuck up. Go. I like him because at the end of it, he has a big insight. And then in Chasing Amy, what was the rest, Robert? In, in Chasing Amy, uh, the, the main character played by... Uh, Jason Lee. No. Oh, uh, the guy's not Jason Lee. Yeah, Ben Affleck. That's the one. <laughs> You're a uh, fucking idiot. <laughs> he, he's sitting there having trouble with the fact that his girlfriend is a lesbian. And Silent Bob just goes... You're chasing Amy. And he goes, what? 
and Jay just goes off. He's like, he fucking does this all the time. You're sitting there having some major shit, and he stays silent, and then he thinks that when he says anything, no matter how fucking random it is, <laughs> it's supposed to be all deep and shit. <laughs> and then he's just like, shut the fuck up. And yeah. he, doesn't, he does it anyways. Right. Yeah. The only one that didn't really um, have the big impact was Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Remember, he goes off over a license plate. Well, raid the back of the fucking car. Well, but at the end of the movie, he still does have that very intelligent thing where he's talking to Jason Lee's character. Oh, and he's right. like, you broke our agreement. Yeah, yeah. And that's he, right. he's, he showed his worth as a sidekick in the fact that I know the legal shit. I may follow this dumbass around, but I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. You owe us money, motherfucker. Yeah, even in Clerks too, where they're all locked up in prison and stuff, he has a pretty good speech and stuff. Well, that, that, that's like his thing. Yeah, he's used rarely, but when he is, he always makes sure it's impactful. Yeah. yeah mainly because it's his movie. I <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day. Well, he originally did not write that part for himself. That's right, yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith originally wrote that part for Walt Flanagan. Oh, yeah, from uh, Comic Book Man and Tell Him Steve Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he wrote that part for himself because he originally wanted to be Dante. That's in, right. No, he originally wanted to be Randall in the original Clerks. But after he wrote everything, he's like, I can't remember all this shit. So he got one of his buddies, and he's like, I, st I still want to be in the movie. So Walt Flanagan got removed, had one line in the movie that ended up getting removed. And <laughs> no, he's the one that always says, tell him, Steve Dave. That's where they got the name of the show, uh, their podcast from. That didn't come in until Mallrats. Oh, it was a Mallrats? No, yeah. Hunting Clerks. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and, and so he, he made himself Silent Bob, and the there character is iconic to his work. Okay. Uh, do you want me to talk about yours, your number four? You actually probably can. Okay. Chewbacca. I actually got something to say you about... You motherfucker. What, Chris? About Kevin Smith. Okay, go ahead. Jungle Love. Oh, yo, oh, yo. There you go. Robert. That's it. <laughs> uh, he's, he's, my number, he's my number three. He's your number three? Okay, so yeah, we can both talk about Chewbacca then. Yeah, I'll just switch mine. Uh, Chewbacca, the sidekick to Han Solo, Harrison Ford's great character. Um, he is... He's interesting to me because he's... He can't talk. Like, we can't understand anything he says, but every time he emotes, you feel what he's doing. He's man's best friend, uh, best friend amplified, you know, yeah. and in space. Yeah. Um, his origin story from at least Legacy, I don't know if they've kept this or not. I have no idea. Um, he was originally captured by the Empire when Han was still an officer with the Empire. And Han was ordered to kill... Uh, all of his, all of Chewbacca's people, and let him, let him loose instead. Quit the Empire, became the pirate that we all know and love today, and because of it, Chewbacca uh, gave him a life debt. Right. At that point, he already had a wife. He already had uh, his kids. But he's like, I, I will follow you across the entire universe because I owe you my life. And my, and with that species. Uh, that was Wookiees. Just... Can you not remember Wookiee? No, I, I remember. Oh, Wookie. you just kept on saying his people and species. Uh, Be very vague. I think you forgot the word the word Wookiee. It's okay if you did. I'm having trouble believing that a Wookiee genocide would have taken place. That's oh. true. They're all big and strong. Yeah. Also, you know Chewbacca just rode around with Han Solo to skip out on his family's Life Day celebrations. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm not going yeah. over that shit. They always went back for Life Day. Yeah, that's it. That's the. Oh, first we've mistake. seen. We've seen. <laughs> mistake. Hello, Carol King. Sure. Um, but like he's so he's so good at emoting. Uh, the very good case in point is when when in Empire when Luke goes out it never comes back from the storm and Han goes out and those doors shut and he just gives that wail mm -hmm. 
like he he thinks that he's losing his friend. There's nothing that he can do. Right. Because yeah. if if the if the creature that is supposed to be able to handle the cold is going to die, and everybody's like, no, that your your tauntaun is going to die, then I'll see you in hell. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I'm supposed <laughs> to be following you around. <laughs> Hell, even in um, uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah, Force when, Awakens. When, spoiler alert, it's only been a year. Let's give him some time. Han Solo <laughs> dies. Uh, you can see Chewbacca, just one more of those like guttural... Death whales. Yeah, and uh, just start shooting like fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. just pissed because he has to go back to his family. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does. One more fucking life day, I swear. Now he's got right around the I see them on life day. <laughs> They're not cute. Oh, no, they're not. Yeah, production value though, I think, is the problem there. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he just always he he's just a great sidekick. Anytime I think of what makes a good sidekick, it's even though he can't talk and come up with the intelligent side quips that a Silent Bob can. Well, no, he probably or, is. We just can't understand it. Right, but he has some wicked zingers. But Han can. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But like, I wonder uh, if he's always just calling Han a jackass or oh, something like that. Probably, or definitely cussing out C three PO like crazy because C three PO is like always offended by anything that he says. He's probably yelling like really offensive like slurs at him or something. He's probably like calling him gay all the time or something. Uh, <laughs> stupid scrap metal. Yeah, or yeah, something really but, bad. But like, he also has a lot of humor to him too because he's like uh, when. when in uh, A New Hope, C-3PO's like, nobody uh, nobody ever worries about angering a droid. Well, a droid can't rip your arms off. And C-3PO just looks at him and then looks at R2 and goes, you might want to let him win. And he puts his arms behind his head and just kind of leans <laughs> back. so like, cocky. That's yeah. right, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that's why you always let the Wookiee win. All right, but we're quickly moving on to number three, Chris. I got Dick Grayson, like the original sidekick. It's my fucking number one. You guys are assholes. I gotta set off the next two turns now. I'm sorry. You no. want me to do it like Robert did? You want me to yell about him on your turn? Yeah, no, no, no. You talk about Dick Grayson. When you think of sidekick, you think Robin. You have to. It's 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 in your brain, and it should be. He's he's earned that spot. And he brought us booty shorts. I was gonna leave that part out. God bless booty shorts. Uh, <laughs> he's the one kid that you can see. Um, you know, they live booty up shorts? to <sighs> legally. I suppose. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is your turn, so I can't get too mad. No, you're cool, man. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, I, nobody batted an eye when he became his own hero, Nightwing. Right. You saw him earn his place. You've seen him go through really dark times when his parents died, just like uh, Batman. You know, similar origins. And uh, he's really earned his place. And I, I, I love him. Yeah, he's my number one. I, I'm I surprised he's not he, your number one, honestly. I know. Yeah. I think he is the perfect sidekick, though. Like you said, because the origins match up so well. Oh. But what if I told you when Dick Grayson becomes his own hero, Nightwing, he jacked that I, that identity from Superman? Did he really? Superman was the original Nightwing. You know what? I actually That's think right. that you and I have talked about this Yeah, before. you told yeah. us about that, yeah. Because at one time, Superman and Jimmy Olsen were stranded on the Kryptonian city of Kandor. And, well, is, like, is Kandor red... the one that gets stuck in a bottle? Mm, uh, yes, I think so. Is it? That doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Uh, that's just personal I think curiosity. I, honestly, I think they switched the cities in the New Fifty Two. Okay. I think it is Kandor in the New Fifty Two. Okay, sure. But um, they're stuck there, and it's a red sun. So Superman isn't Superman, right? So he's like, "Well, how can I protect this city? Oh, I'll be Batman." 
<laughs> so he starts protecting the city as if he's Batman. And he goes, Superman by- wants to be Batman confirmed. Yeah. And so he goes by Nightwing and uh, Jimmy Olsen is Flamebird. Well, they were the dynamic duo of Nightwing and Flamebird. Thank God he didn't go with Flamebird, man. He could have ripped off the other one. As many times as Batman has gotten superpowers, can we say that he doesn't secretly want to be Superman? I don't know. I don't think so. No, he doesn't. I think he just wants his parents back, you asshole. <laughs> okay, touche. That's something I'll never understand. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that the wrong podcast to give? Well, I, they're my parents, too, because we're brothers. You're uh-huh. an ass. Oh, okay, whatever. Um, something funny about uh, uh, about Robin, uh, that Robin, uh, the 1960s Batman and Robin TV show, Burt Ward, uh-huh. his dick was too big oh, for yeah. his pants. Like, oh, they yeah. ca- constantly had to make him new pants just so that he wasn't showing off too much bulge. <laughs> I'm glad you thought it was weird when he kept on saying uh, kid in booty shorts. And then you're like, let's talk about his dick, though, real quick. He was a full-grown man in the show. But he got so much premium 60s trim. The hairy kind? Well, yeah, it was 60s trim. Yeah. yeah. Woo-hoo! I'm just saying. I'd be Anyways. jealous. Yeah, the boy wonder. I, so I'm out the next two turns. Robert. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you sure? Uh, my number three is one that you guys probably don't know. Um, Dan- Danny, you might know the name. Uh, Croach the Tracker. No. He is the sidekick to Sparks, Nevada, Marshall on Mars... From the Thrilling Adventure Hour podcast and comic book. He is... <laughs> That's not on my list. <laughs> I figured it wouldn't be. Okay. Uh, but you know what it is? Vaguely. He's a uh, native Martian uh, with blue skin. Has a weird thing with his feet. But he can track anybody. Like He's got like 75 more senses than humans do. And like... Every time he uses one of his senses, it's done to humorous effect at the expense of the hero of the show, Sparks Nevada. Hmm. And he's very funny. Him and Sparks Nevada have kind of a rivalry over the girl that they both are on again, off again in love with. Um, best friends and yet rivals. And he, kind of like Chewbacca, has a, has a life debt to Sparks Nevada. I'm glad you think he's a better character than Chewbacca. Uh only because I can understand everything he says. <laughs> That's, You're kind of being racist. I'm not being racist. Couldn't even remember the word Wookiee. I could. You were the one that assumed that I couldn't remember the word Wookiee. You didn't say it. You're making me thumb point, all right? Making me angry. About to go Bob Dole. I don't care. But yeah, Croach the Tracker is a very funny character that makes a good sidekick. Uh, the Thrilling Adventure Hour, for those that don't listen to it, I, I think is worth the listen. Um, it's over now, so you can listen to the whole collection. Yeah. I think they're doing one more episode. Yeah, they're doing one. They're getting together one more time. I think that it's already done. Now they're just going to release the episodes that were created yeah, from that show. Right around Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Which, yeah. I mean, I listened to the podcast, but I only listened to uh, Beyond Belief. I loved it. Right. So. And uh, I should put uh, Sadie Doyle on there. Th- so. there, are, there are comics. And let's be frank, Frank would be the sidekick to Sadie Doyle. Very, very true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris, your number that uh, I've probably already said because you guys are assholes. Two. My sure. number two? Ooh, I have two left. That's the only one. There's one on Damian Wayne. Fuck! No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, Damian Wayne. I love Damian Wayne. From Robin to Robin, huh? Yeah, he's Dang. by far my favorite Robin. Thought hard about this list, didn't you? He's very much an interesting Robin. Yeah. Um, no bullshit. It's basically if Batman was He's the up, no bullshit Robin, actually. Yeah. That's a good way to put it's it. It's basically like Batman teamed up with the Punisher. It kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The 
uh, oh, Demon in a Bottle is where mm -hmm. you first see him as a baby. No. No, it's Son of the Demon. Son of the Demon. You're Demon right. in the Bottle, that's an Iron Man story. Yeah, I'm sorry. It I got, sucks, I've read it. I got my stories mixed. Are you... Are, can you still be on a nerdy podcast after something like that? I have established before that sometimes I will make mistakes and I will correct them when I find them out. Uh -huh. So, I was corrected. I apologize. Yeah, it was the 1987 story, right. Son of the Demon. Right, and that's, that's when Batman basically goes, I'm going to quit being Batman and join the League of Assassins. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Talia Ghul gets pregnant and tells him that she lost the baby. And so he's like, well, I guess there's nothing for me now. I'm going back to being Batman. And then she has the baby. And it's like the last thing you see in that comic. Yeah, it's more dramatic than that. There's everything I love dies. Kind of. I only have Alfred. <laughs> did you read the new Batman Inc. when they killed off Damien in the new 52? I did not. It was really kind of fucked up because Talia has him killed. Yeah, Chris has the issues. He had me read him. It's actually really, really good. His mother. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because it turns out, like, when she said, like, hey, Bruce, I lost the baby. Well, it turns out... He was in this incubator, and they've cloned him and used his DNA because he had the League of Assassins and Bruce Wayne's DNA. Right. Ultimate Warrior. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> He's not the one that said woo. Yeah, I know. The blood of Valhalla. Yeah. All of my enemies. <laughs> That's the Ultimate Warrior. I snuck it in there casually, and you ruined it. Also, you didn't woo properly. Woo! Anyway, so... Incubator and they end up cloning them and stuff, and she makes this badass, like, demon warrior out of Damien's DNA, sends him to Gotham, and breaks the bat. Wow. See, um, I, I remember when Damien first came in, because it was uh, right after Battle for the Cow, when, mm -hmm. when everybody thought the Batman was dead, but was really traveling through time. Comic books. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they <laughs> Alfred the might have killed him. Who knows? There's a whole thing. No, it was, it was Darkseid. No, I, yeah, but they, they had a whole little mystery series of, like, who did it, and one of them was Alfred. Oh. It wasn't, turns out. Yeah, he, he got hit point blank by a boom tube when he was trying to kill Darkseid, and that's what sent him through... Yeah, that all led into Blackest Night. That's yeah. why That's why uh, Batman's dead. Yep. Supposedly. Um, but uh, at that point, the, the Robins of the past, at, up to that point, all try to be Batman. Even though he specifically said in his will, do not do this. The Batman needs to die. Gotham needs to survive without Batman. Be the heroes that I know you can be. Don't be Batman. And they all go like, I'm going to be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Drake gets crucified at one point. Like, straight up. Really? Yes. Because getting beat to death with a crowbar wasn't enough. That's not Tim Drake. That's Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Yeah. Jason uh, they should have crucified Jason Todd. Fuck. J Jason Todd is the one that crucifies him. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad I'm the least nerdy one here. I've and, corrected both y'all. Yeah. Well, and, we're talking DC right now. Shut up. At that point is when uh, Dick Grayson shows up, beats the ever-living shit out of, uh, out of Jason Todd, and goes, looks like I have to be a Batman because neither of you are good enough, and then goes, I need a Robin, though, and finds Damian Wayne. Okay. And then the first thing Damian Wayne do, tries to do is kill a person in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's big on that. Yeah, uh, he's when, DC's hit girl, pretty much. It's, kind of. When yeah. he found out that it was the Joker that beat Jason Todd to death, the first thing that he does when he gets a chance to get Joker alone in room is take a crowbar and try beating oh, him yeah. to death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I read that one. Uh, I think it would have been better. The storyline would have wound up better if Damian Wayne became Batman. Because think of a tiny Batman. <laughs> Because you can only I, laugh for about 10 seconds before you're dead. <laughs> I want to see that now. Yeah, yeah I kind of do. 
That's going to be my next tattoo. Because Robin would be the big one. Yeah. But he'd, he'd still make him wear the booty shorts. You know oh, he would. Fuck, yeah. yeah. Is it is it when uh, Damien died in the comics? Uh, wasn't that also titled Death in the Family? No, that's all before Death in the Family. Because Death, yeah, Death in the, the Family is a Joker uh, storyline where he cuts where he. Uh, that's Death of the Family. Oh, that's right. Death in the Family is a reused title. Uh, originally, the original Death in the Family was when Jason Todd died at the hands of Joker. Right. Death of the Family is when. Uh, the Joker made it to where none of the Bat family could trust each other. Right, right. And then Death in the Family happened again right after that. And I, I think that that is when... Well, no, Damien Wynn was dead dead before Death of the Family. No, he's in it. No, he's not. I have it. So do I. Then you need to reread it. No, I don't. Because they they, he sits them all at the table. Damien Wynn has nothing to do with that storyline. Yeah, he is in it. He tries okay. he tries to take out, uh, take out uh, Dick Grayson. Because they all get gassed. And they all start fighting each other. He is part of uh, of the family that they start fighting. I guarantee you. I'm just trying to remember this one. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get yeah. that part of it anyways. Because yeah. this is when so Joker sticker, but... uh, gets his face that he had removed, skinned off, and he uses belts to tie him back onto yeah, his face, that. and it's all rotting and shit. Yeah. Um, I don't remember Damien, do you? Like, I'll pause it real quick, but... Alright, we paused real quick to uh, verify whether or not Damien was in fact in Death of the Family. Uh, Danny, do you want to take this one? Fuck you. He was. Spoiler alert. Shut up. Stop smiling. <laughs> I can't see you smile. No, but they can feel it. That's creepy. That makes it more creepy. Alright. I don't ever smile after sex. I don't know why you are. What? You just don't smile. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to be really creepy because he has a kid on the way, so like... Early April this year, he's going to be holding his newborn smile, or no, newborn child, stone-faced. I, I pretty much expect that. Coochie-coo. I expect the baby to start crying to me like, shut up. Oh, probably. <laughs> and then I'm going to shake it. Nope, not funny. <laughs> hey, babies are like an Etch-A-Sketch, reset by shaking. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are fucking monsters. <laughs> you hug them, you tell them you love okay, them. Well, speaking of dead children, after the death of Damien, Fuck. there was this <laughs> silent comic and it was just Batman dealing with the death of Damien. And it touched up on Alfred dealing with the death of Damien. And there's not a single word in this entire comic. But it will bring tears to your eyes. It's done so fucking perfect. It sounds like it's a comic specifically for Danny and I's buddy Joel. Because he doesn't read comics. He just looks yeah. at pictures and go, I get it. Also, you said Alfred. And Alfred dealing with the death of Damien. Yeah, Alfred. 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 <laughs> is what you're saying. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Chris reads them either. Danny, no, Alfred. Danny, you're not beat us. You went southern twice this episode. It's making me sad. Um, <laughs> what? Oh, Arthur Curry from The Tick. Oh, he's also in my uh, honorable mentions. I quit. Chris is your new co-host. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, we'll he, hold your beer. He's a Jew, he was a Jewish sidekick. <laughs> so, of course, he was on yours. <laughs> Damn it, Robert. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you get a chance to watch The Tick pilot on Amazon? No. That's what I was watching instead of Doctor Who when you gave me your password and stuff. Awesome. Um, it's okay. Uh, he, he is definitely the main focus. See, I, I remember the original cartoon and when they tried making it live action with uh, Warburton, Patrick Warburton. That was a good one. Uh, as the tick. I um, remember. I only remember him as Kronk from Emperor's <laughs> New Groove. I never remember his real name. I don't try to. He'll always be Kronk. Yeah, he, he, he was also the tick. Yeah, yeah. I have a funny um, tick story. We'll get there. Hold on. Okay. So, so Danny, tell, tell us more about Arthur. 
Well, I was talking about the Amazon show, and then you interrupted me on my pick again. Arthur's Anyways. the main focus on the new show? Yeah. That's weird. Very much so. Well, he was kind of the main focus on the cartoon and the live action. Before. Like, he's always been the main focus yeah, Have you on ever read TV. any of the comics, though? No, I have not really read any that. of the comics. You've told me about them a couple times. Yeah, but, um, like, it, I'm not for sure how much of this goes back. I mainly made this decision after wa- watching that uh, episode. Okay. There's this team of superheroes that the whole world knows, right? They, spy, they fly around on a spaceship, very well known, and that's uh, Arthur Curry's, like, that's what he wants to be. He wants to be one of them when he grows up. Right. And it cuts to the scene of um, him sitting there eating ice cream with his dad outside. And he's playing with their spaceship, a toy of it, you know? And then that's, the real-life spaceship crashes on his dad and kills him. <laughs> And then they all fly out, they're all blinded, and their eyes are gone, and it's just blood coming out and stuff. Oh, jeez. And the main bad guy shows up and kills them all in front of him, and then steals his ice cream and eats it. <laughs> it's pretty, it's fucked up, but it's pretty funny. And that leads him to, like, he, on his own time, before he knows who the tick is, starts doing reconnaissance on uh, uh, weapons traffickers. Okay. And uh, doesn't know what he's going to do, he's just trying to get evidence, you know, and maybe go to the police with it. He's not quite sure. Is he in the suit? No. No, this is just Arthur Curry out and about. And uh, finally he goes there and the tick shows up. And he's like, why are you punching them in the face? You know, he's like, well, I'm just a guy that's got a camera. I got to go. He's like, okay, hmm, I'll be subtle like you next time. (laughs) And uh, it cuts and, like, eventually he comes back and the tick just stands there forever until they leave. And then the next night they both come back and the tick's like, be subtle, be subtle. I'm being subtle. Watch me be subtle. I won't go be subtle over there. He jumps over there and starts beating the fuck out of him. <laughs> and uh, the thing they're smuggling is the Arthur Curry suit. That's wow. how they get it in the show. And at the very end, he shows up at, <laughs> at Arthur Curry's apartment with it. He's like, you're my sidekick now. He's like, I can't do this. I, I no. Like, I can't fight. I can't do anything. And all of a sudden, the guy's followed them there. So there's guns in his face as he puts it on. And he becomes that sidekick right there on the spot. Right. For, for those that don't know, the Arthur Curry uh, costume is that of a moth. Yeah. With antennas and everything. Yeah, it's very terrible. <laughs> uh, in the show, it looks more tactical. But yeah, if you watch the old cartoons or read the comics, it, it looks fucking it ridiculous. Was a, it was a spandex moth suit. and he, Pure white. He has a beer guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's just fun. He's the insight into this lunatic that is the tick. Right. Uh, which is just a blast. Like, uh, I remember it was you. You had the first tick comics I ever read. Yeah. You had a couple of graphic novels. And the ticket, the comic itself is insanity. Like, he walks into an office building, and there's ninjas just working at desks and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's normal. Uh, <laughs> the main villain in one of them just wants to write his name on the moon with the laser. Well, that's the one that you told me about. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Cow head? Uh, no, it's a chair. Chair. Chair head. Cow? Yeah. No, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a chair. Head. His name's Chairhead. Pretty sure. <laughs> Wasn't it Cow Comics or something, what it was released on? I have no idea, actually. Uh, let me, let me look it up sure. while you're talking. There's something with a cow, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure, but... Uh, <clears throat> I mean, if if the whole comic wasn't as fun as it is and stuff, I wouldn't have even mentioned him probably. But the whole thing works really well, and I think they did a good job on that pilot. It's a little too serious and dry for my taste until the tick shows up, and he's not in it very much. But uh, they did a good job with Arthur, and he has a legitimate reason to keep be as like neurotic as he is. Is it just a pilot? Yeah, it has to they, get okayed by Amazon. I like hope it it, does. they I track see this. They track their uh, the views, and if it gets enough, then they. Uh, Greenlight the whole season. Oh, cool. So uh, hopefully it gets enough because it was enjoyable. And I really want to see where it goes because, yeah, they had to do the whole setup. And it's only like a half hour long. So, uh, but it gives them a really 
really good reason to be so neurotic like he is in the comic books and uh, the cartoon and stuff because he's just like this dweeb. You know, but this, he saw his father get crushed to death by his heroes. And then a bad man stole his ice cream. That's hilarious. So, yeah, like, hopefully, it. Uh, hopefully it gets to keep going. I like it quite a bit. Uh, I'm actually having trouble finding the publication of it. Oh, New England Comics Press. That's You're not cow at all, Chris. Yeah. No. Not cow. You know who is a real cow, though? Tom Brady. New England Patriots. Ha! Go Pats. <laughs> no, but my tick story... When we lived at the apartment together, yeah, and the ex I was with at the time, uh, the stripper, yeah, yeah. All right, this is like a whole my beer story, but I'm bringing it here for y'all. Okay, all right. It's comic related, so I'm, I'm yeah. Okay with it. All right. Well, we were having sex. Okay, I'm and, out. And she Robert, was like, "You're number one." No, listen, she was she was on top of me, riding me and stuff. Okay. And she's like, "Like you need to say something." I'm like, "I was like out of it, tired or something." And so, and she just kept saying, "Like why are you being so quiet?" So like right as I started to come, I yelled, "Spoon!" <laughs> Real loud. <laughs> The Dick's battle cry. Yeah. That's one thing I forgot to mention. Yeah, every time he went into battle, the spoon! Yeah, I swear to God I did. <laughs> he didn't yell out in the pilot. That made me sad. I was no. waiting for it. He didn't? No. Uh, he's not the ticket then. because <laughs> he didn't have a stripper riding him. Uh, did did you know how, like, the Tick's origin is he was an insane, like, he was in an insane asylum and he broke out and became the Tick? Yeah. But he's also, like, bulletproof. Yeah. For reasons. <laughs> he's like a blue loop cage. Kind, kind of. of. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much the last one I have. So you're number two, Robert. All right, my number two is uh, Tim Drake. So we have almost all of the Robins <laughs> on this episode. Poor Jason Todd got left out in the cold again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With a crowbar up his ass. <laughs> I hope that's how they buried him. ticking next to him. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's in the coffin. There's a, a crowbar up his ass and a bob sitting there. That's a prop, but... <laughs> Um, Gets the message across. No, the reason that... <laughs> he died as he lived. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tim Drake is my favorite Robin, in all honesty. Not not because uh, he has some tragic backstory, not because he's some uber badass when he's fighting, but because he's actually a better detective than Batman. He became Robin by figuring out who Batman was during his own investigation, and then just showing up in the Batcave going, I'm your new Robin. I know who you are, and I can't expose you in ways that you can't stop me. Yeah. So train me how to fight and be by your side. And he's proven time and time again that like when Batman starts coming up against all these blocks and can't figure out the next thing, he makes these uh, leaps in logic that make Batman go, yeah, I totally would have gotten there. <laughs> he's a closer step to Watson, really. Yes. Yeah, yeah. than the others. I, I very much like the thinking uh, sidekick, the, the person that can... Uh, outthink the protagonist in, in, in some cases. Like now, Donkey and Shrek. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. You know, okay, wa- wa- Watson isn't that case, but if he was paired up with any other person, he totally would be. Oh, the, like the alpha male? Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, but yeah, T- Tim Drake, the, the fact that he is such a deeply thinking character and he doesn't have the tragic backstory, he just, I want to do good. This, yeah. is, this is my city. He's, yeah, he's almost the most righteous. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say Dick Grayson's a little bit more righteous than he is because he's more pure of heart. But uh, he has that reason. You know, he right. has the dead parents. He can relate to Batman more on an emotional level. Exactly. If, if Batman had emotions. And, uh, yeah. If Batman didn't do the whole I am suicide, which for people that read comic, like the comics now... Uh, have you have you read it? No, you already said that you haven't. No, but I, I read the article. I showed him what you yeah. showed me. Okay. Uh, and to me, that didn't seem that, that different. 
to me. You want to talk about that at the end? Because we can go into that. Yeah, we, we'll go into like that at the end. <laughs> yeah, I'll write down a note. But I agree with you. Bruce Wayne and Tim Drake are the Reese Cup of crime fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put that. <laughs> you got your Robin and my Batman. You got your Batman and my Robin. Uh, Two great detectives that taste great together. Pretty I think that's a that's probably a porn yeah, parody yeah. already. <laughs> Get your Batman out of my Robin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, but yeah. So so Tim Drake is my is my favorite Robin. Is that your all? You only had one Robin on the list. I, I only have one Robin on the God, list. God, what if he swerves us and Jason Todd's knows his number one? No, 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 no. Oh no! Oh fuck no! No. <laughs> In fact, you honestly might not like who my number one is. Okay. I know that he won't. I know Chris won't. Oh, is it Bucky? No. Okay. Uh, but we are done with our number twos, which means we're going on to our honorable mentions. Oh, I actually have some of those that you guys haven't said yet, you fuck. <laughs> uh, so I'll go ahead and start this out because I think I have the most. Probably. Uh, my first honorable mention is Jubilee from the X-Men. Oh, this the... is not your number one. No, no, no. Uh, I think that she was a very fun character when she came out. She you know, wasn't the strongest, wasn't you know, the quippiest. She was sassy. She was sassy. Wasn't um, useful. Uh, <laughs> I disagree in, in the fact that she wasn't useful because she was useful in the show and in the comics. Not really in the cartoon it, too much, especially to a counteract to Wolverine, who she was the sidekick of. Right. Um, she's the one that was able to bring him down to earth on a human level whenever he would lose himself, and for that character, he sometimes needed that. Oh yeah, very much. So. Like especially in the nineties. He can he can almost brood as bad as Batman if he wants. Yeah, because <laughs> he's so old and short. Yeah, and hairy. Um, oh I, God, James is also Wolverine. <laughs> no, he's not. No, okay. no, just just the Hobbit. Well, That's well, what well, the James well, skin is. Maybe a badger. Adamantium. Maybe a badger. <laughs> the badger is an okay superhero name. Ooh, I just thought of a couple of shoot from the hips for the next episode of Hold My Beer. <laughs> uh, Chris, your first uh, honorable mention. I got Janine from the Ghostbusters. Okay. Okay. All right. At first, yeah. I thought you were talking new Ghostbusters. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, no, no, no the, the receptionist. Got yeah. To make him punch you. Yeah. He'll do it. I um, mean, yeah, I'm okay with that. Someone's got to take the calls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's their slogan. Who you going to call? You're calling Janine. You ain't Technically, calling the Ghostbusters. you are calling Janine, yeah. 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 She's their bat signal. One. She, she's their she, bat signal. <laughs> wow. The sign on the front <laughs> of the firehouse is their bat signal, Chris. Okay. They have their own signal. All right, well. It's not a redhead by a telephone. All right, well, there you go. Um, no, nah, that's a good call, though. You could almost count Winston in the first movie. Because he's not there. <laughs> no, because he's not there the whole time. Yeah. yeah. And he shows up, and, uh, you know, and they don't put him on the theatrical tra- uh, posters or anything, because they're terrible people. Uh, but, <laughs> a little racist, it almost feels. A little bit. Because you know if Richard Pryor got the part, wait, no, he's also black. But yeah. if Richard Pryor would have got that part, you know he would have been on those posters and stuff. I don't oh, know. God, yeah. I yeah. don't know why Ernie Hudson didn't pull rank like Maybe that. I know he was a he... fairly unknown at the time. Yeah, at the time he w- he was very unknown. But everybody knows, like if you if you ask anybody how many Ghostbusters are there, everybody knows there's four. Yeah. They may not know all their names. They might forget that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I bought Chris the theatrical poster one year for Christmas or his birthday or something and he's not on it. I believe it. And he's always like the last action figure made and stuff. It's fucking stupid. He's not on any, uh, if you buy the movie, he's not on the cover of that either. Yeah. Well, I'd say the additions I have is just the suit. Uh, their bat signal, Janine, on the, <laughs> on the front. <laughs> but, the way you get uh, Winston and the vinyl pops, is you, he's the driver of the Echo 1. Yeah. You know they're implying that he's trying to steal it, too. I, I Fuck being, you, Funko. Yeah. Funko's racist. <laughs> confirmed. Uh, honorable mention, Ed from Shaun of the Dead. Oh, good one. Yeah, I wanted to put him on the list, but Ruby Rod was too good. 
I don't think I, think I need to rethink my list. Ed's better. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody had that on their list. Ruby Rod, though. It's one of the few that didn't get ripped off, which means nobody it's had probably it a great choice. That's true. Um, but yeah, he's just—I mean—he's the lovable loser that technically has a heart of gold at the end. So much so, like Sean loves him so much that he's willing to keep zombie him in the shed to play video games with. Yeah. Even though he's constantly trying to eat him. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, my uh, next honorable mention: Samwise Ganji from Lord of the Rings. I'm pretty sure that's Rudy, actually, isn't it? Fuck, I don't know. Never mind. Go ahead. Who the fuck is Rudy? This is like the, the third... football movie. Rudy? I don't know that fucking movie. Everybody knows that movie. Quarterback from Notre Dame? No. No? No. Okay. He's too small to play, but they're like, give him a shot. Yeah. No. Sport, sports guy? Me neither. Uh, Me neither. Um, he, he, was, he was a Goonie. What? What's a Goonie? Uh, the movie Goonies? The movie Goonies. Uh, no, he, he didn't know. He doesn't know what Rudy is. I feel like I should know what Goonies is. Uh, um, but yeah, he he's he helped Frodo through his trip all the way to uh, to Mordor. Mordor? Um, I'm guessing. In fact, actually carried the ring at a couple of times mm-hmm. just because. Was he the one that's like, I can't carry the ring, but I can carry you? Yes, he's okay. the one that does that at the end. He would be the most badass of the hobbits because Frodo's kind of a bitch. I would say that Bilbo's probably the most badass Is of the he? Hobbits. Okay, I've only seen the movies once, I'm sorry. Have you even seen The Hobbit? No. A decent movie, better book. Okay. Uh, sure. Decent three movies, better <laughs> yeah. book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris, you got another one? Yeah, I got Romeo from the Moondock Saints. Okay, I thought you were going to say from Romeo and Juliet. Uh, okay, Moondock Saints too. Yeah, All Saints Day. Yep. Do these make me look gay? <laughs> you might have seen one up close. Oh, I have. Uh, I, I forget his name, but the, the the not the brother, but the friend that also became Rocco, his, Rocco from Rocco, the first one yeah. probably be, in my mind, a better sidekick than Yeah, but Romeo, Romeo was funnier. Oh, Romeo's crying again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're both good. I <laughs> yeah. mean, I don't know. You can say both, honestly. Okay. Romeo and Rocco. There oh, you go. There you go. Uh, Could you imagine a movie with those two as the protagonists? <laughs> like, it might be before, better. Before the Saints uh, became a thing, yeah. those, those two just hanging out. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> R2-D2 is my next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, he, like I've said before, I think, on this podcast, uh, the only part that made me tear up during The Force Awakens is when he finally wears up, you know? Oh, right. And, uh, I don't know, he's just adorable. He's always nice. I don't know. <laughs> Another one of those sidekicks where you can't understand what he's saying, but you you understand his intentions, you know. Uh, honestly, I don't know if I would put him as a sidekick. In all honesty, I I always assume that. Sid- I think of um, Return or no uh, Empire, where he's uh, where Luke's training and stuff. Right, you know? but see, see, I always think of him at. I always think of the droids as their own separate entities. They're they're enjoying the adventures that are going. In on. In that case, he'd still be C three PO sidekick. I w- I would say otherwise. Nah, because he's the one that communicate, kind of like Silent Bob and stuff. Just because your can... main line is still technically C three PO, even though everybody likes R two D two more. And if you don't, you're wrong. R two D two is better. Yeah, just throwing that one right, out there. Chris? But I would I would say that C three PO is the sidekick because. His only thing is he translates fo- the stuff that R two D two is saying to everybody. Yeah, yeah, he's still but, your main way through though, your main line. So he, I, I don't he's, know. He's the one that's most likely to go. I'm willing to have my own adventure. Screw you. Yeah, he does just wander off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, your next one, man. Uh, my next one is uh, Mini Me. Okay. <laughs> sure. No real reason. Just he made those movies better, in my opinion. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the second one. Uh, we're talking about the Austin. Oh my God, you are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Burn Troyer. Yes. Yeah. Not dead, supposedly. Ah, midges don't die. <laughs> Confirmed. You just hit them on the head and they clone another one. 
Really? Yeah. Have you not heard that? No, but I'm going to try it now. You should. Yeah, okay. Let's go find <laughs> one. There's a couple in town. Yeah, I don't want to touch one. One has a normal-sized baby. Saw her walking in the stroll with... Yeah, I, I believe it. Uh, okay. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> hit Girl. I'm still here. Hit Hit Girl. Yeah, that was my turn. I thought you said you only had two. No, I got more. You wrote, wrote some down while I was out of the room. You're cheating. No, now you get skipped. I was talking because things popped in my head. Oh. All right, so go ahead, Chris. Is it Hit Girl? No, it's Pops from the Luke Cage series on Netflix. Oh, yeah, good one. I like Pops. Good one. I wouldn't consider him uh, a sidekick just because he's he doesn't do anything with him. But, but Luke Cage wouldn't have saved those three city blocks. Right. If Pops didn't tell him to get off his ass and stop being a bitch. I would say he's more of a mentor than a sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably. So I like okay. Luke Cage. Uh, I'm, guess, I'm guessing Dan, I, I may be able to tell the future. I'm guessing Danny's next one is uh, uh, Hit Girl? Hit Girl from ah! uh, Kick-Ass. <laughs> I thought I'd change it to uh, Foggy from uh, Daredevil after that one. A Foggy's on Foggy's my honorable mentions. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He deserves it. Um, yeah, Hit Girl. Uh, she's the kick-ass one that is actually more competent than the hero. Yeah. And still kind of fills that uh, sidekick role. Yes. And there's not a lot of instances where that really works, but it works in those. So. Um, well, I don't know because, uh, and I'm forgetting the name uh, of the per, uh, of the character, but Green Hornet sidekick, very Kato. much. Kato. Kato. Kato fills That's, that role. That does entirely. not count because Hit Girl's never been played by Bruce Lee. <laughs> if you're being played by Bruce Lee, yeah, you're gonna be more badass than oh, I don't know any fucking body. <laughs> so, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did I think of Kato? Yeah, Bruce Lee. Yeah. You guys just both knocked two of my uh, honorable mentions. Oh, did Kato make yours? Yeah, I, I have on here. I can't remember his name, but the sidekick. We didn't knock it out. You brought him up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Kato's a good one. Hey, uh, go ahead, man. My, my uh, next and last one is Bucky, uh, Captain America's World War II sidekick. Never liked him enough, man. I don't know. Um, I don't think that during the time that he was a sidekick as a kid, he was that strong of a character. Not even close, uh, but trained by Captain, when he came back after they brought Captain America back after being frozen and they take away the whole, you're brainwashed. Once he became a sidekick again in adult form, he was kind of a badass. Yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, ended up taking on the role of, of Captain America for a very short stint. Um, Shiny Captain America with a sh- gun on his hip. Yes. Uh, very controversial. I personally didn't like it, but uh Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody had too much of a problem with him picking up the reins, necessarily. No, um, I, I think that it was more of a, everybody knew what was going on with Cap, and it was just like, come on, don't, come on, don't be dumb about this. That reminded me of last week. Yeah. It, last episode. It, it's very audible in it. <laughs> I, uh, hold on, let me pause it. Uh, so yeah, because of that, uh, the fact that he became such a strong character later as a sidekick, yeah, is the reason that Bucky made my honorable mentions. He's not strong enough to be in my list, though. Okay. Um, you have another one there, Chris? Yeah, Agent Three Fifty Five from Why the Last Man. Fuck you. Yeah. Is that your number one? No. Oh. Too sad to talk about. Oh, I've, n- I've never read Why the Last Man. So you're really, too. He man. has every graphic novel on his shelf. You got to read it, man. I really mean that. I think you'd like it. Uh, very tragic character, though. That one is. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, uh, why, why? What? What? No, it's you. You would have you to read it. it. Yeah. The only thing I will spoil: pretty steamy lesbo scenes with her. Just saying. Okay. Also, <laughs> come in napkins. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. That's You'll get there. The first page. Also, a monkey. 
I, I know that... That part's not as shocking. His name's Ampersand. Yeah, um, the original... Uh, when they were talking about making Why the Last Man a... It, it was either going to be a TV show for cable, or they were going to make a movie a, of it. Shia it needs LaBeouf to be an HP... What? They were, they were originally yeah. talking about making Shia LaBeouf the main character. Uh, no. And that, that's... That's the only reason I know anything about why the last man and his monkey ampersand. That'd be terrible. No, don't cast it. It needs to be an HBO series. No, FX picked it up. FX could work. FX picked it up, has the rights, and I think they're doing stuff with it. I think they got writers on it now. That's who did Sons of Anarchy and shit, so... Yeah, they 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 let them get away with more cursing and stuff and more violence. Well, lately with... uh, with Walking Dead, they, they've been saying stuff that I never thought I'd see on regular public cable That's television. AMC, right? Right. Uh, yeah, AMC. yeah, because... But they get away with about the same thing, so yeah. Because at one point, the villain in the in this season, um, he goes up to the hero, takes his bat back away from the hero and goes, I just slid my dick down your throat and you thanked me. That's weird. Yeah. That's something How do you that... think somebody while there's a dick in your throat? Could, I thought that kind of like... Stopped you from being able to talk, <laughs> but yeah, that that was said on national cable television. Let's find out. No, I'm down. <laughs> well, I'll suck some dick. Um, uh, my last honorable mention was uh, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. Really? Yeah, he's not he's not flying. He's falling with style. And I've had to watch those movies so much recently because my son found them. And you know what? I don't get tired of them. They're great movies. No, they're, they're very fun movies. Uh, I see. I wouldn't know if I would can consider either him or Woody sidekicks to the other. They're, they're partners, definitely, but... If you notice, like, they're always getting separated and stuff, and uh, Woody's always the main focus. And that's oh, yeah. why he's not really... That's why I took him off my list. He was originally my number five. Okay. But then, like, he, he toes the line a little too much to be like, yeah, he's absolutely a sidekick, but he's a great character, and you if you think about it hard enough, blur some lines. Then... He also had his own cartoon series there for a while. Uh, yeah, Star Command. Buzz Lightyear, yeah. Star Command. Never watched it. It was actually decent. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tim uh, Allen? No, no they, they had a different voice actor, but very fun. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so I think that we're on to our number ones. No, um, Chris is going to replace his... I did. Agent 355 was originally my number one, and then I got thinking while we were conversating, and I know what the true number one is. All right, well, we'll, we'll let you end the, this list. Uh, I, I'll go ahead and do my number one. Uh, my number one is also a Captain America sidekick, the Falcon. Oh, wow, I didn't think of him. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed the uh, the story arc that the Falcon has taken all, all the way back from the 60s when Captain America first came back after being frozen. Uh, he found, he got stranded on this island and found this kid, essentially, uh, old, older than kid, but not quite an adult. Uh, I think they're called teenagers, Robert. Still a kid. Uh, who, uh... He had a, this psychic link with a bird, and he's just been surviving this entire time on the island. So Cap's like, I'm going to take you back to America and train you how to fight. I'm going to put you in the ugliest suit that anybody's ever seen. His suit got better <laughs> over the years. Yeah. And yeah. he, as a character, has been thoroughly fleshed out to the point of now he is, in his own right, a Captain America. Yeah. There, there's two Captain Americas currently in Marvel comic books. Old school Captain America, Steve Rogers, uh, and then uh, Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Falcon. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, that uh, Steve Rogers is taking on the old villains that he always has, and they've given Falcon new villains. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Falcon a lot. Um, first African-American superhero, wasn't he? Uh, sure? I don't know if it was him or... I know he was Marvel's first, but I'm thinking he's first overall. 
He might be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Hmm. Cool. Uh, Chris, your new number one. Oh, what? What's your number? My number one got mentioned a long time ago. Which was Dick Grayson. <clears throat> okay. All Remember right. you guys ruined my list completely okay, for being well, assholes? Speaking of Dick Grayson, all right, my number one is by far Batman's strongest, most powerful ally. Alfred? No. The entire Justice League, because he's the fucking leader. He rules the DC uh, universe. Yeah. Cheating. Wow. The Justice League, they're all his sidekicks. They are all working it, for him. It can't be your sidekick if you have plans to murder them. I don't think you understand... These hand motions that Chris is making means he's going to die on this hill. I will. <laughs> right now. You, you can't have a sidekick that you plan to murder. That's I wouldn't have works. a sidekick that I wasn't planning on murdering. That's true. <laughs> I'm going to kill Robert. You don't think he ever held a pillow over Dick Grayson's head while he slept? you got to make sure they're strong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just during their king <laughs> sessions. <laughs> oh, yeah, make it weird, man. Yeah, too far. What's wrong with you? But the entire Justice League, they are all Batman's bitches. They're all sidekicks to Batman. I guess, man. I'm going to disagree with you, but that's fine. That's why I'm changing my number one. My number one sidekick, Jesus. Sidekick to? God. (laughs) Okay. I went to to church for a while. How about Martha Washington? Oh, I... I Sidekick to George Washington? (laughs) Yeah. When I was originally coming up with my my list, my dad said that for an honorable mention, I should say Monica Lewinsky. (laughs) (laughs) There's a difference between sidekick and side piece. Yes. (laughs) That's why I didn't add her, but... Once again, another thin line, but... It mainly involves fucking. That, that's how you can tell the difference. That's why Catwoman isn't any, on any of our True. lists. Hmm. If given the choice over sidekick or side chick, I'm going side chick. <laughs> I think, given the difference between, or the choice between Monica Lewinsky and Catwoman, I'm going Monica Lewinsky because <laughs> it's easier. Well, one's real, so. Also that. <laughs> Catwoman is real. All right. Yeah, Halle so, Berry, man. Uh, Quick nerdly debate before we wrap this up. Yes, sir. Well, actually, no. We have one more thing to talk about after uh, nerdly debate. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about I am Seuss. Yeah, because uh, I think that it needs to be talked. I mean, we can about make that d- the debate and save yours for next episode. Nah, because or we can do a debate on hold my beer. Because de- you're going to stick around. The debate is going to be really quick. Uh, in the past, uh, we have said if we are going to have somebody be our sidekick, who would it be? This time, if you were going to be the sidekick of a hero who does not already have a sidekick, we've already done this, bud. I was Iron Man sidekick. Because I said it'd be fun. Have and I'd we? get drunk. Yeah. So this week's nearly debate. What do we think about I Am Suicide? You don't remember that? No. no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I, uh, I chose Iron Man. Because I, I remember uh, us doing who would be our sidekick, mm-hmm. and you said that. Yeah. No, we did. Uh, yeah, I said I'd be Iron Man's sidekick. Oh. What did you say the first time? Obviously, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dumb question, Chris. Or this time? Or, well, I mean, Chris can answer. Yeah, uh, who who would you be the sidekick to? Someone who does not already have a sidekick. Because my first choice was Batman, and we decided that that would be just too depressing. Yeah. I think that's both of our first choices, and then we were both like back to it, like, nah, that'd just be sad. He broods too much. I think I have to go with Dick Tracy. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Dick Tracy. Detective comic, nice. I'm going to ask for why. Why? Yeah. Uh, the time. The time period in the cars and Tommy guns. That, and he does have some funny-named villains. Uh, yeah. He has a funny name. Yeah. yeah. Dick Tracy's a pretty funny name. Yeah. It's like Dick Trickle. He was a NASCAR driver. So what, what would your name be? Uh, Trace Dick. No, 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 no. No. Uh, hold on. Okay, Dick Tracy. The cue ball kid. Scrote Sketchy. Scrote. I could just be Scrote Head right now. <laughs> Scrote Head. Combine them. Yeah. Scrote Head. Scrote I like head. that. 
All right. Scrote head. From now on, you're scrote head. The shiniest sidekick <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> all right, so... Did you have an answer lined up since you thought of it, though? I don't want to cut you off. I just, you know, didn't want to repeat ourselves well, Apparently, I've already done it, so... Yeah, I don't remember what yours was. I'm, I remember we both bounced around Batman for a while, and then at the end of the day... You know, I'll change my answer from Iron Man. I'd be Alfred's sidekick, because I think he needs a little help. <laughs> I think he needs some love. Yeah. Yeah. Was a hug. Like, I think a hug would just, like, change <laughs> Alfred's world. I feel like Alfred in Batman v Superman was pretty much just a highly paid drug peddler. Maybe. Yeah. Because all the bottles of pills on Bruce Wayne's nightstand and shit. Yeah. And he was yeah. sitting them out. Yeah. 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 It's weird, because they're going for the more badass Alfred. But, yeah, you're kind of right. <laughs> badass has always had drugs. The more you know. <laughs> um, but I am suicide. If you want to know who I would be the hero of, go back and listen to whatever episode it was. I don't <laughs> remember. It was, it was like the second debate, I think. Because we, we haven't been doing the de- Well, we've been doing it for a while now. Yeah. Debates, yeah. But, uh, yeah, recently, you sent me the link. Uh, it was the new Batman series. Uh, yeah, I, I've not yet read this entire comic. Um, so not all of my... Thank, all, all of my facts may be 100% accurate, but essentially the gist of it is... Did you find out from the same article you sent me? Yes. Okay. Uh, essentially, essentially the gist of what's going on is uh, Batman created his, a new Suicide Squad um, that he is a part of, as well as Catwoman was a part of it for a while. Well, Catwoman supposedly killed a bunch of people and is now being dragged to Arkham. Well, during that, uh, we're seeing a letter that he wrote to her. Uh, and in that letter, he goes through by saying, I, kn- I know what you've been through. You know that I've been through the same. Um, you made your choices that I cannot condone. But when I was a kid, uh, this is what I did. And essentially it breaks down to when he was a kid trying to deal with the death of his parents, uh, he tried to kill himself. And he, he does he starts by making it funny. He's like, if my parents could see me now, they'd laugh, and they should. A grown man dressed as a bat beating yeah. up bad guys with his fists, waiting That's, around he on has really top cool, gargoyles. He has a really cool line about that. It's like, if you look at me, I, I'm a man just like a bat. This is the decision of a ten year old boy. Yeah, it's not his act of will. You know, it's like a choice, a pact he made pretty much when he was a child. Right. I think it's a better way to put it instead of the I killed Bruce Wayne that day. Right, but the the way that he he says it is. He tried to commit suicide, and he, he ended up cutting his wrists. Um, and on that day, in his mind, Bruce Wayne is dead. Bruce right. Wayne ceased to be. Um, Bruce Justice Wayne is Batman. now the mask, just like uh, Clark Kent is the mask of Superman. Right. Um, Did I mean, to me, uh, it's always been that way, though. Batman, Bruce Wayne's always been the mask. He's never been the, you know, the Thoralamprothrithis. Th- th- can somebody say that word for me? Philanthropist? Philanthropist. Thank you. Uh, he's never really been that on the outside stuff. The billionaire that he'll play and stuff. You know, the playboy. He he may not he may not be the version that he plays, but he was always Bruce Wayne to a certain degree. And the fact that he could have a family, Damian Wayne, uh, Dick Grayson... Tim Drake, you know. Okay, if, you're bringing... de- if your definition of family is a kid that you keep in your basement that you make go fight crime for a living, I don't know. Well, he became his ward. Like, I mean, he, he became an actual family member. Yeah, that's how I raised my he, son, but I didn't think it was normal. He even uh, adopted Tim Drake. 
Did he? Yeah. Tim Drake's full name now is Tim Drake Wayne. Really? I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. And so the fact that he's able to be like, no, I have a family, means that at some point he is Bruce Wayne. He's a human that can feel emotions. It doesn't mean he's necessarily that one. Right. It just means that Batman is capable of feeling emotions. In this comic, he's saying that that doesn't exist, that that has always been a plague. Um, And and so the the big line of that is, I... It was a choice of a 10-year-old boy. I am suicide. I am Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I, I see, I don't know how I feel about that because it, it, while, yes, it's an addition to the origin story, it doesn't really change anything that happened prior to it. I don't think it changes anything, period, man, before I, or after. And the, I think a part of the problem with uh, that I had with it, the article that you sent me, the guy's like, oh, my God, they changed everything forever. And I got to the reading, I was like, well, okay, they did that to get a cool line like, I am suicide. Right. And for a storyline, it changes nothing. I was actually more concerned on what the hell Catwoman did to kill 237 people than... Or who's setting her up, yeah. yeah. That sounds way right. more fascinating than a, a 10-year-old kid trying to slit his wrist. Well, no, she, she admitted to it. Uh, it's kind of vague, though, because she says that for what she's done, there is no forgiveness. Right. But she could be talking about something completely different or getting herself in that situation because she is a cat burglar, you know? Oh, uh, they could be. So they kept that part vague. I didn't notice that. Um... But yeah, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't like it because it seemed like they were taking away the human side of Batman, and Batman needs that human side. He really does. Right. Um, otherwise, the emotional connect that you have with the Bat family extended kind of goes away. I don't think so. Person, not for me, anyways. No, I think it's very. I think it fits perfectly into like Frank Miller's Bat God. Like the Bat God. It's the Bat God. Like, Bruce Wayne, in my eyes, was always the mask. He never actually exists. He was always the goddamn Batman. Yeah. Like Frank Miller says. that That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't... To, and to me, like, what kid sees their parents murdered at 18 years old? Why would they not fucking want to die? Especially those racist Christians. Oh, I gotta fucking see him somehow. I, I, I'm not... I'm not saying that I don't understand the idea of him trying to commit suicide. The thing that I have the issue with is him saying, no, I did commit suicide. I am no longer. I am now something new. Yeah. I mean, it's a coping mechanism. But him saying, I am suicide, technically makes no sense. Because he's not suicide. He's still Batman. So, I don't know. I, I, I think it was just, I think it's a cash grab. I, I'd like to know what other people uh, think. Um, if I can find the article again, I'll put it in uh, our... It'll be in our uh, Facebook chat, because that's how you send it to me. Yeah, so, uh, but I'll put it in our uh, description. There you go. That'd so cool. so that people can see the ex- the same article that I, I, we're talking about right now. Yeah, and please write, write I, us in. Let let us know what you think about it because I'm honestly, I honestly want to know how other people think about it. Yeah, because I don't think either of us are on, like you know, like we will not be moved on the subject. Like I think it's pointless. You don't know what you feel. Chris had a fairly good point. Like it does remind us of the Bat God, where he's always like. That, that's why he's so perfect all the time, because he's devoted his life to this. He's the Bat God. Have you read Son of Batman? Uh, I think so, but it's been a while. He basically tortures Damian Wayne yeah. until he becomes Robin, right. the Robin he wants. Yeah. Like, he scares him shitless, 24-7, the biggest dick. And that's his well, means to an end. In so, All-Star Batman, that's what he does to, uh, to Dick Grayson. Yeah. After he sees Dick Grayson's parents like he doesn't give him any time to recover he grabs him straight from the circus yeah. throws him in the bat batmobile makes 
him think that he's completely insane, gives him a baseball bat and a villain, and goes, there you go. Yeah. So maybe it's always been that way. Maybe Bruce Wayne has always been dead. Maybe that compassion was never really But All-Star Batman and the Frank Miller Batman stuff has never been canon. Bits and pieces are. Tiny bits and pieces, yeah. but like that stuff, they, they've always made that clear that that's other universe. Well, Frank Miller wrote, uh, the part he's talking about was actually part of the main storyline. Was it? Yeah, he's not talking about like Dark Knight Returns or anything like mm-hmm. that. Uh, no, he, he actually ran the main series for a while. Well, I, I know that definitely All Star Batman uh, was right. Yeah, because there's an All Star. That, that's Superman where he as well. does the I'm the goddamn Batman stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's weird. Like that whole comics is weird. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, Batman's has, completely off his rocker the entire fucking in, in All Star. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has sex with uh, uh, Mocking Mockingjay. Uh, maybe uh, some some female superhero. He has sex in, with her in front of a bunch of burning bodies that he just lit on fire. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that's that's in uh, our uh, We Stomp Hard episode. <laughs> yeah, there's some fucked up issues with Batman. We've talked about it. Yeah, before. we might do a re up on Batman. There seems like there's a lot of shit happening. Yeah, um, we we might have to do a like read up on the newer ep- uh, newer episodes, newer comics uh, because I'll, I'll be the first to admit me not being a DC guy, I've kind of let that go to the wayside, but it seems like every time I get online, something new is happening with, with Batman that people are like, oh this has changed and I, I, I'm kind of interested to see exactly what has changed and if it really is changing or if it's just something that has been in play for a long time and people just never noticed it. Yeah. It's kind of like when Batman kills now, everybody's up in arms, but that's something that was established from Batman number one. He, <laughs> he hung a mentally handicapped man. I know. Well, not yeah. even that. He can kill. He doesn't kill with guns. That's his one rule that he doesn't do. Originally, yeah. It must have been changed several times. The, the only time you know. that he deliberately is holding a gun to somebody and is like, I'm going to kill you is when he got hit with a boom tube. He held, he had a special gun for Darkseid, and he says there, this is a once-in-a-lifetime break of a vow. Okay. And he tries to kill him and ends up shooting him in the head, but it glances off the top of his head, and that's what creates the boom tube that sends him back in time. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. So. I had no trouble with the body count in Batman v Superman or anything. To me, like, especially in cases where they're hiding mercenaries, soldiers, whatever. You know, like, that shit didn't bother me. It's like, the branding that I didn't like. Well, that just means the inmates take care of him for him. Yeah, and it's a little when, too malicious, I think. When it comes to Batman v Superman, this is that is definitely a time frame for Batman where he's already lost a Robin, most definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think that that <laughs> Batman has lost everything. The only yeah. person that he still has is Alfred, and he can't cope. Yeah, because all Alfred does is shove drugs down his throat, right. <laughs> as Chris and, said and earlier. So I think that Batman v Superman, the the really only good thing that I got from Batman v Superman was... It, the Batmobile was cool? Well, it, it's Batman's redemption story. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. all it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I we, 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 we don't need to know what happened before to know that he is a broken man. Right. We, we see the aftermath of what happened before, and now it's him becoming the hero that he needs to be again. Yeah, that's true, because a lot of people were pissed off, because like, that's not my Batman! He used to be. Yeah. And he probably will be again, but right now he's in a broken state. Well, most people don't realize though in that movie. I think Bruce Wayne was already broken. I think the Batman was already gone when Wayne Tower came collapsing down. Yeah. I think he had already yeah. made that point where like, I'm yeah, fucking I assume done. Robin was dead before that happened. Right, yeah. That was just the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. Right. Say. right. So, okay. Well, hey. Well, food for thought, people. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll put in our description that, uh, that article. Please read it. Uh, Send us an email at... Yeah, it's not very long. 
Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off before the email, yeah. but it's not very long. It's a quick read. Glance at it, because it's interesting. I don't know if I like how it was written. I don't know if anybody likes the idea or hates it completely. But, uh, yeah, thennowpod at yahoo.com. Or get on uh, thennowproductions.com and hit up our contact link. Uh, outside of that, uh, do you want to plug anything real quick? Yeah, if you want to email me, it's uh, captainmullins at gmail.com. Yeah, it's M-A-W-E-N-Z for Mullins. Captain is spelled normally. The, Maybe. Despite, I no, I double-checked. Okay. I just thought he spelled captain wrong. <laughs> but he didn't I had to double check I logged in it's spelled fine uh, that's also the best way to get uh, a hold of us for Hold My Beer which Chris is on every episode right uh, if you want to hear more of this guy so uh, also uh, you may be coming out with a new podcast here soon yes yes uh, um, do you want to talk about that just real quick before we end up yeah um, I'm probably going to release the first episode under Hold My Beer but I'm looking to call it Hold My Gear as in a play off Hold My Beer um, I'm going to take one specific driver or one specific car and go in depth about it on why it stuck out in my childhood, what it means to me, um, what aspects of racing or mechanical knowledge it got me into, and just go from there. It's always something in the world of racing, correct? Racing, cars, hot rods. Even collections, maybe? Yeah. Like collectible cars? Yeah, just okay. going fast. Can we do a Hot Wheels episode? Yeah, we can. Snake and Mongoose. Sweet. <laughs> I'm in again. Uh, but yeah, you can find that when it starts releasing on thenandnowproductions.com. Oh, we're we're going to try to get done within the next month. So look yeah, to that. and we, we actually may have a couple of shows coming out here Hopefully, yeah. within the next month or two. So keep an eye out for all of that. And we'll try to keep you as updated as we can uh, via this podcast. A couple of advertisements here and there. Uh, but anyway, your name is? Chris Mullins. Your name is? Robert Foley. Your My name, name is. <laughs> I didn't know what to do there. There's never three. Your name is? Danny Mullins. Uh, goodbye, everybody. And you know what I like to say. It's always better to have a mic in your mouth than a gun. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>